Welcome back to the Fit Mind Fit Body Podcast Special Gone Nuts series. It's time for a monthly update from one of our intrepid Gone Nuts athletes. How has their training gone? What are they thinking about with the event just around the corner? And what are they learning about themselves? All these questions and more will be answered in the next 15 minutes. Today on Fit Mind, Fit Body, we are checking in with another one of our very brave athletes heading into the Gone Nuts, which is a very short week and a half away. So, Tim, Tim Gutton, welcome. Thank you, Michelle. It's uh, as always, it's a pleasure to be here chatting with you. Oh, that's good. Thank you. <laughs> so, tell me, how's your training going? We've had a uh, four weeks since we talked. Yeah, it's been that long. Yeah, it seems. Um... Yeah, went quick. Um, training's going, yeah, okay. But um, just to just let you know, um, I have dropped back to the 75K from the 101. Tell me about um, that decision. And the reason Sharon has done the same thing as well. That's that's mm-hmm. my wife who we're both doing it. So yeah. uh, it was partly for a couple of reasons. Um, we both had some virus for the last two or three weeks or four weeks and mm-hmm. That's leaving us a bit drained of energy, but that's mm-hmm. not that's part of the reason. And so our, our training hasn't been as good as we thought. There's been a lack of you know backup runs to to get uh, you know the distance covered in in a couple of days. So well, uh, we thought we'd get in early and just go back to the seventy five, hoping that we can. That's really well. We'll start it, <laughs> which will be good. But hopefully, we'll get it finished. Um, Without doing too much running slash walking in darkness, and um, yeah. it'll be a bit bit less of a toll on the body, and also the the mental capacity or mental thinking of you know, uh, when you're quite buggered. Well, we've got to be buggered anyhow, but when we're really buggered, to do an extra twenty five k's, which yeah uh, could be four or five hours in dark, yeah. we thought um, we'll take the the safer option, I suppose. Okay. I mean, and that in itself, making a decision like that, well, and I should say before I say anything else, 75 is no mean bloody feat. And, you know, Gary Wood, who's on the podcast, he's doing the 75 and been joining us each month as well. Um, I mean, it's no mean feat. It's not like you're dropping down to do a 5K, not that a 5K isn't also challenging for some people depending on your training. It's still a bloody long way and you're still going to be out there a really long time. Oh, exactly, and yeah, and I, I suppose one of the the good benefits is um, usually we all go through some some mental stage of, of a of a run, whether you get to the halfway point or get to you know the one hundred and one. That'll be halfway point, roughly fifty fifty one k's left. So for us now to get to the halfway point, it'll be you know thirty eight k's, which which is, sounds a lot better uh, when, when you're ticking down. So all ahead game. Yeah, so it's still a long way, but um, I think mentally it'll make well, it'll certainly make me feel a lot lot better when I get to the start line and probably get to the um, the fifty k mark. So, was it an easy decision or was it a hard decision to make? Because I imagine we're getting close to sort of the start as well, and you'd already put in quite a bit of training and mental sort of preparation. Did you find it an easy decision to make or a bit hard? It took a little bit, but I think once I got the idea planted and thought about it, yeah. it's like, okay, I can either you know do do the full one hundred and one or the one hundred and three, um, which then mentally 
mentally once I thought, oh, I can drop back to the 75. And then once I started toying with the idea, I think I sort of made my mind up that yeah. it would be better. Do you think you'll – I mean, it's hard to know now and we'll ask you afterwards. Do you think it'll be then something you'll want to come back and try in the future, the 100? Or do you think – I mean, it doesn't matter either way. Is there anything that you think about at the moment? Uh, I suppose ask, ask me after the race. <laughs> well, after, after the run, uh, probably probably straight after it, I'd be like, oh, well, I'm, I'm glad I did drop back near this oil end, but I didn't. But um, I would probably think, yeah, at some stage I'd probably like to, you know, come back and do the the, the 101 or the 103. And, yeah. You know, look, looking at the long-range forecast, actually, it looks like it's going to be a, a great day for, for running and Is it? too much wind and – Tell me, yeah, oh, what does oh, it it's, say? Gonna, it's gonna be pissing down frosty in about no. five, five degrees. No, no, yeah, five Probably to ten the... with a with a howling suddenly um, uh, easterly from about about forty k's. I'm thinking once you start moving, five to ten is not too bad. I actually have been no, thinking no, I don't want actually, it too sunny. No, it's, uh, <laughs> it's it's it's, it's going to be great. There's a minimal wind, and I think it's something like um, eight eight to twenty one. Okay. Degrees, which will and which will be great for us. I know you have got a few uh, people on the podcast that I listen to from from up north and yeah. somewhere. And I thought, ah, well, they've got right. to, they've got to enjoy the lovely brisk um, morning air on the, at the top of the nut. <laughs> exactly. But, but for us, us locals, it should be it should be great. But as we know, the weather can change fairly quickly, so can. we won't rely on the forecast. But I think it might be better than was it last. Last year that they had the rain and the wind. Might have been. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I think remember, it was last year. I do remember so, that there was a, a shocker of a weather event. Yeah, so we I think we're gonna be fairly blessed with the, the weather, hopefully. Excellent. I've just been thinking because of all the warm weather we've had and all of our training's been in the warm, I've been like, Oh, I hope it's not too warm. Like because it can be so draining of of your energy, the the heat. So anyway, oh, ex- Exactly, yeah. Just don't good. say that to the to the northerners no. <laughs> from, from the big island. <laughs> I know. That's what I keep when I was talking to Anna from Broome. I'm like, I don't know how you're training in that heat when it's even hot at three in the morning or whatever. It's crazy. Oh, exactly, yeah. Because oh, I did think a lot of mine will be in the dark, so at least it'll be cooler <laughs> in the dark if it is a bit sunny. So that's kind of good. Anyway, it's kind of whatever. It is what it is. Now, I was talking to um, – Kelly the other day, who's a bit experienced at this as well, and she was talking about getting excited the next few weeks, sorting out her bag drops. And I thought, oh, now that, of course that put the little seed in my head. I need to start thinking about what to put at different stations. So are you thinking about that? Yeah, yeah. It's it's mainly um, uh, naturally a bit of nutrition, mm-hmm. which which is always hard because as you probably know you don't know until the day what you what yeah. you're feeling like. So um, at least if I have a bit of variety, I'll at least uh, have some indication of what's coming up and, and whatever. And you know the normal you know change of socks and maybe yeah. a, a change of uh, shoes just in case for some reason I don't know. Hopefully, won't put a hole in any shoes or or you know the wet foot probably won't be too bad because the change of socks do that. So yeah, yeah. probably a bit of nutrition and. Um, um, a change of socks, and I'm also thinking that maybe at um, well, I will at, at 50 bag drop. I'll put a head torch in just for the last okay. 25 in case mm-hmm. it's a bit dark. Um, yeah, then that's probably one advantage dropping back to 75. It starts at 7 a.m., so you don't need yeah. a, a head torch for the, the first half hour. Yeah. yeah, 
only and you only need in, in the dark, and also the same with a reflective vest. Yeah, in case so um, you can't always... <laughs> Oh, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Um, I was thinking about putting because I've had a problem with a blister. Uh, and then I did some training with some old shoes, some short distance, uh, where I cut my shoes down the side. Like it's funny that you said something about you probably won't get a hole in your shoes. Like I deliberately put a hole in my shoes in the last week or so in order to take the pressure off the blister so I could keep doing my training, um, which worked a treat, I will say. It worked really well. Well, that's great because I did actually see the photos on Facebook yeah. and I, I thought maybe you could post it on the, the podcast page just to, you know, so, to gross just to people out everyone. even more. Yeah. <laughs> I had not even thought of that. Maybe I should share my uh, the interesting things that happened in my world trying to train for this crazy <laughs> event that oh, we're right, and then doing. that's it. And as, as you know, you don't know when you're going to get the blister. I hope, <sighs> you know, you do the same precautions every every run and, yeah, yeah the same – routine and all of a sudden you end up with a blister and if you don't treat it right away <laughs> it I can know. get sore as you find out yeah yeah, yeah. you get um have to go on antibiotics <laughs> just go crazy <laughs> i never thought about it that it would happen but um, i did actually change shoes uh i'm wondering if that's it anyway that's something i have to work out in just one and a half weeks Timmy. So it's yes, pretty close. It's, uh, it's pretty close when you sound like that, isn't it? I know. <laughs> one and a half weeks. What are you going to do over the next week and a half to get you in the best position to put your toe on the start line? Yeah. Uh, I will probably do a few flat runs mm-hmm. and um, maybe go up to Trevallon um, one day yeah. early next week and do – 10 or 15 up there just to just to get the, the feet kicking over. Then a couple of flat, short ones, you know, between mm-hmm. 5 and 10 Ks just to yep. just to uh, loosen the muscles up because one thing I do find, if I tend to taper too much, <laughs> I sometimes feel I'm more tired at the start than um, yeah. if, if, if I, you know, I do put a few efforts in, but I'll do some short stuff and uh, that should be right, mm-hmm. hopefully. It's interesting you say that. Um, I know that you've done a little bit of coaching training in the past. Do you find that, and coach some people, do you find that's a very individual thing? Like I suppose everything is to a degree, but certainly, you know, leading into into a race, what degree of taper or what taper looks like for different athletes is different depending on the person. Oh, it is mm. definitely, yeah, in individual choice and everyone varies on, on how they feel you know, with with the amount of tape they do, um, the general consensus I, I sort of find is don't sort of drop off the number or maybe drop one or two sessions off, but make it the, the sessions shorter mm-hmm. and maybe, um, you know, maybe a bit quicker. But yeah. but in saying that, just, just be relaxed in your last, you know, week, two weeks of training because it's not as if um, you can't improve your fitness anymore in the last two yeah. weeks. Yeah. Uh, yeah, what, what you what you with now? You know that, that's what you with for the last couple of weeks. But yeah, and naturally, don't do anything to cause an injury. Yeah, but yeah, it's, it's personal, and depending even on how the body's feeling, it, it changes from event to event. Like you could try something for one event, and it's, it'll work perfectly. Try it again for the next one, and it all doesn't. doesn't work mm-hmm. very well. So it's almost yeah. like that time you need to start wrapping yourself in bubble wrap. You know, I can remember when I used to train for marathons, especially the first few when you're really precious. 
It was like I didn't even <laughs> want to step off a sidewalk without <laughs> too quickly because I might cause myself an injury. And I'd done all that training and didn't want to get a Oh, setback. exactly. And it's a bit scary when you're walking, you sort of have a bit of a stumble and twist the ankle and you yeah. think, oh, how's that kind of feel when you when you move your foot again? And hopefully it, it comes good. Oh, there's, there's a camera over that side. Oh, look, hello. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you playing at home in the audio, we're uh, playing with the camera. <laughs> <laughs> I think he couldn't find me. Now he can see me. It's even better. Uh, so that, um, what are you looking forward to in the uh, event? The finish line. Okay, that's that's one. What about what's the second best thing? No, that's, the finish line is good. But but um, it, it's like any event. I find the best things are the actual experiences on the course. Mm-hmm. Um, naturally, we're probably going to be blessed to have some wonderful views along the coastline yeah. and as we went through our weather forecast before the conditions are probably going to be great for you know looking yeah. looking out over well from you guys you know when the sunrise just, looking yeah. back at the nut and for, for yeah. us guys you know over rocky cape it's absolutely beautiful um, views there also getting to talk to some of the fellow competitors which which is always great to you know, sometimes you have a chat for a couple of minutes yeah. as yeah. they go past and just to see how they're going. But also um, and the the spectators, I've only done 25, but the spectators on there were absolutely fantastic. They, they, they were great to encourage people. Mm. And mostly, most importantly, the volunteers, you know, they're, yeah. they're always great in the way they, they look after their competitors mm. and encourage and, and help each other, help everyone out. That's probably the main thing I'm looking forward to. Mm. That's awesome. I love that. And the volunteers really, they're so important. Without them, we don't have these kind of events, do we? Like these people are prepared to to use up their weekend or all of their Saturday and just hang out at a table and give us cheers and water and whatever and watermelon and things. It's kind of uh, yeah, and, and that's it. And it, it you know makes you really appreciate the, the effort they put mm. put in. But also one one of the other things about driving back to the semi five is when I finish, hopefully the the pub will still be open, so I can go for a beer or two. So. Well, it won't be for me. <laughs> That's a, for me. I've got um, Simon as my water boy, as I like to call him, um, which who I'm very grateful for. However, now that our daughter has decided to do her first run since she's been an adult, now she's 29, almost 30, and doing the 50. So she's doing the 50k, and so she's going to need maybe a bit more support than me. <laughs> In so, like you would think. So he's kind of yeah. split between how to support <laughs> these two people <laughs> out on this. So I'm like, well, you just leave me till Nikki finishes, pretty much, and then um, then you can come and <laughs> and find me and and um, say hello. But then uh, you know, as an athlete, and you would have had this, my brain is thinking, but I want him to be able to have some sleep and some whatever because it's a really hard job. That so we talked about volunteers, but if you have someone who's being a um, what do you call it? Like your support person? Support person, yep. Well, do. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's a really challenging thing. Like the athletes out there running, at least they're moving and things are changing and whatever's happening. But the support people, your support team, they're, you know, they've got to stay awake. They've got to keep moving. They've got to predict what you're going to need at the next stop. You know, when do they have their, re- you know, it's all this stuff's going through my head because they don't want him to have that experience. If that makes sense. Like it, 
it does, but yeah, but hey, it's only Simon. He'll, it's he'll, only, it is only he'll, Simon. He'll be, he'll be right <laughs> if, if he's not there just abusing. Exactly. <laughs> Where have you been? <laughs> yeah. No, and actually that that is one thing, uh, especially on on the course the way it is, because there's only a few spots, and that's really the aid stations mm. there, but there's a few spots on the way where you can meet. But, uh, yeah, it's to, to that timing and um, hopefully mm. the the timing thingos that we have will will help Simon out and the other other support crew. And, yeah. But, yeah, it's not like, um, well, as we know, in Bruny Island where you're on the road, so you just keep driving. Do you, exactly. you find the, the person? Yeah, you, you yeah. don't want to be at one spot and find out you've missed them or, or not know, you know, you've gone exactly. past, you know, very, very quickly and Simon's waiting there, waiting there patiently. Hi, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Been there, done that, you missed me. Um, yeah, and he's got all the lovely food and, the you know, the, the iced coffee. And I need that. Um, the the timing stuff, I did want to ask Kelly about that, but I'd forgotten and you just reminded me then. The they have like a tracker in the from your you know time doing the twenty five or whatever or, or following other people. They have a tracker in the for the hundred and one people and the seventy five people. Okay, and it's in the bib, is it? Is that how that works? No, no. The the actual oh, you take a tracker with thing you on your bib for mm-hmm. one of better words. That's that's for the the timing chip. Yeah, you run over the mats. I suppose the standard yeah, going mm. over the mats wherever they are, mm. it records the time. But um, the timing chips, from what I read, and you put them high on your your person, mm-hmm. on your shoulder strap or something. Yeah, and that picks up a tracker, uh, some type of um, satellite, satellite that's thing. going around there in space, and it, it lets people know where you are if it so, works. Well, how do people know who they're following? I'm just thinking now for people listening to this might want to follow some of the wonderful athletes that we've been talking to uh, when come the 2nd of March. I assume, man, I can go find out the people who are <laughs> running. I could go and ask Michael. But um, I assume they'll, it'll be something on the homepage of the website. Yeah, I, I did on follow people last year. And, yeah, there's something on the the Natural on the home side of the Gordon Nuts webpage, which mm. is very, very good. Uh, um, and you just pick out a few athletes or mm-hmm. runners that you want and um, you follow them and you have these little little beacons that um, tells you where people are on the course. And, like follow the dog. And, and the thing is, if someone stops moving, it's like, oh, it's a problem. With, and that's the issue. Is there a problem with the tracker or is there a problem oh, yeah. with the athlete or is a, the tracker falling off? You, oh, you don't know. That's, that adds to the suspense. It's a, it's a bit like a reality show with little dogs. Oh, exactly, yeah. <laughs> a bit like Survivor. Yeah, I watched, um, no, you know, I listened to a podcast the other day and it was the the guy who's now got the world record for the um, the backyard ultras. Um, and he was, because he was going for like four days and he was saying, they televised a lot of it. And there were some people who gave them some feedback and said, yeah, we've been. We watched you all weekend. It was like addictive watching this thing. And then we went to bed, and we got up in the morning, and you're still running. And then we went to bed another day, and we got up still running. And it was like, oh my gosh! At least that won't be the case for us. Um, it, it'll be Hopefully. all day, but it won't be. Yeah, it won't be two days. <laughs> oh well, no. Yeah. I hope not. Um. Anyway, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> that was something I I did wonder because I know 
when we when other people do crazy events like this, they'll often put on Facebook. They'll say, if you wanted to follow me, here's the link. And it's often their specific link as an athlete, but I guess it doesn't have to be. It could be like the front page of their Gone Nuts website where they'll have the the tracking link. Oh, anyway. exactly. And I'm sure as the house on says you think it's closer, but it's getting very close. You know, there's there probably be some more information put up there. Mm. Yeah, so, I'm, I might follow it up because there might be people interested in following all of us, seeing what we're oh, doing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, I did, yeah. and you know, the brief will be up soon. Yeah. Um, the online brief. I did actually look at the one from last year, which um, probably isn't going to be much, much different, different. But I hopefully, think happens. But I will do the right thing and listen to this year's brief because, you know, let's support the guys that are putting it yeah, on. That's it's fantastic. Cool. Yeah, it's really awesome. All right. Is there anything else you wanted to share about? Well, what's coming up in a week and a half? How excited you are, or anything before we close off today? No, just that I'm looking forward to it, and I think it's going to be a fun event. It is Can't <laughs> at this wait. stage, yes. All right, right Timmy. Exactly. Thanks for being with us the last few months, and we are going to look forward to hearing your race report, if you like, your feedback after the event to see how you went. Uh, for those who don't necessarily follow your dot but even if they did they might want to hear how you felt you went when they were following the dot um yeah so thank you for sharing it's been amazing to follow your journey so far and we're looking forward to seeing how it all pans out for you oh thank you frosty i'll probably no doubt um, may see you down there beforehand or you may even come you past me so no, who, who knows what's going to so. happen? <laughs> I don't think so. I'm planning quite a bit of walking at this stage. <laughs> <laughs> well, as fun. long as you're walking forward, that's the main thing. Correct, yes. All right. Thanks, Timmy. No worries, Frosty. Cheers, mate. And just like that, we're another step closer to the start line. Big thanks to our runners for sharing their progress and to you for cheering them on. Remember, it's the journey, not just the destination, that shapes us. Keep supporting our crew as they push towards that start line. And if you're enjoying this series, we would love to hear from you. Why not leave us a review and share the podcast with friends? Let's all go a little nuts together.